0: Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in, uh, audio or video. This is the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker.
1: Hi guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in, whether you are a new or old listener.
0: Yeah, we are as ever sponsored by our friends at Matchbook.com. You can go to Matchbook.com and in the registration process, use the the sign-up code TFB Podcast to get yourself a £20 money back as cash offer um so please do take advantage of that one i feel like before we do anything i'm a bit of a letdown because i've not really thought about my shirt certainly not thought about my background
1: <laughs> that's okay mate that's okay i'm, I'm uh, yeah for the for the audio listeners uh tom has gone for the uh, very attractive background of a plain white door again um and is <laughs> And we're recording this on Thursday night. Forest have just lost one uh, nil against Huddersfield, and Tom is still wearing his Forest shirt. And I've gone for a rather snazzy number, the Jamaican nineteen ninety eight, which uh, that is nice.
0: That is nice, and as bit- you may have seen, it is nice. Yeah, very snazzy, A bit of a rascal top back one. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, you know, for people who haven't seen Tom, you put out a a kit pole on social yeah. media every week uh, I've lost two by a landslide <laughs> and I know I'm about to lose a third but possibly
1: it depends I if the tricky trees if the forest fans get behind you then then you'll be safe but yeah um <laughs> anyway football tom football let's talk about football because it's it's let's use a cliche that's only used in football it's coming thick and fast
0: mm. yeah unless covid says it's not but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. lots um, of
1: games going on uh, over so many days at different kickoff times across all the different leagues, even with all the postponements.
0: Yeah, so we're going to do our best to cover as of recording time. We're going to go through exactly what's on right now. We're recording on Thursday night. We're going to look at games from New Year's Day, which is Saturday all the way through to Monday. So the 3rd so we're going from the 1st to the 3rd. Uh, looking at the Prem, the Champ, League One, League Two. So by the time this goes out and you listen to it, some of the games we speak about may have been postponed because of COVID and whatnot, but hopefully not. Fingers crossed we can get you know as much of a, a full slate as as possible, but we will do our best with what is currently available, which, as of recording, is, is a decent fixture list across well, all the I, leagues. I don't know
1: if uh, the profit chasers saw what I tweeted earlier. I described this weekend as a throbbing docket and I'm really, really looking forward to the games that are on offer. It took me forever to do my research because there was so much that I liked.
0: I can't wait to hear it. When you describe something, the first word is throbbing. I always worry, (laughs) what's going to come next?
1: (laughs) Just, Tom, this is a... a, uh, this is a show for over 18s of course uh, with gamble, gambling yeah. being legal for those 18 years of age and older so I think we can uh, we can be fair to assume of the minds of our listeners and I think they'll be safe no matter what comes after the word throbbing <laughs> This time it this time it's docket so speaking yeah, of the well, throbbing docket we... Tom shall we uh, shall we dive into yeah, the I top know. tier of English football
0: Let's go, let's go. So, all the odds we read out on the show today are going to be taken from matchbook.com. We'll be using decimal odds as usual. The first game, Arsenal against Man City. Arsenal at home, priced at 6.2 for the win. The draw is 4.8 and Man City, as you'd expect, the favourites at 1.54. City on the back of five consecutive wins, as are Arsenal. Um... Again, you know, we've seen City just keep winning and winning. Liverpool dropping points, Chelsea dropping points. opened up an eight-point lead at the top of the Premier League. And I feel like this will be another Manchester City win. Uh, Arsenal, no disrespect to them, in very good form. But I always feel like they're kind of the flat-track bullies at the moment. Uh, very, very capable. Churning out lots of wins against kind of mid-table, lower, lower mid-table, bottom of the table, sides. But when they've come up against the bigger boys, they tend to come up short. And I can see the same again here.
1: Yeah, agreed. Really impressive Arsenal. Uh, We've been waxing lyrical about them for a couple of weeks now. But City are just on another level. Uh, In the Premier League, Tom, it's actually 10 wins in a row. And on aggregate, their aggregate score over those 10 games are 33-6. So, Mm. I, I mean, and that is with half of those goals conceded in one game against Leicester. Um, they haven't actually conceded... They've conceded one goal in the first half of games this season. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's just absolute on another planet. And, yeah, as good as Arsenal are, Man City for me.
0: Yep, completely agree with that one. So Watford against Spurs, then, is our one game at three o'clock. So just the one game at Saturday, three o'clock. Watford... Price at 5.6 for the win. The draw is 4.2. Spurs 1.68. Now Watford have lost five in a row uh, without a clean sheet in 16 consecutive games. So looking on that at that on the face of it, I'm looking at, you know, Spurs should win 1.68. Kind of, I feel slightly scarred by the Southampton game where Spurs failed to win against 10 men, albeit with... Uh, some suspect VAR refereeing decisions cost them you know, potentially a couple of goals, but yeah, you know, Watford are really struggling despite Emmanuel Dennis's goals. Spurs should definitely win, but I, there's always a little bit of doubt for me at the moment about Spurs, especially away from home. Um, if they win, it wouldn't surprise me at all. At one point six eight, I think there's a lot better things out there at, at the same prices or similar prices.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I said this last week. I think Watford are going under the radar. How bad they are! Um, I think they are basically Norwich with a, a decent striker. Clearly, they can score goals, but on on in their last five games, they conceded an average of three a game. Like it just, yeah, it just doesn't give you even the tiniest hope of of winning matches. Kane's back, right? Three in his last four. Song Hyun Min, fourth top goal scorer in the league. Uh, agreed with what you're saying. Uh, we're yet to see uh, Spurs, you know, where you would back them blindly, right? We're not at that stage yet. Uh, but against essentially a championship team with Dennis up front, yeah, I'm taking Spurs all day.
0: Yeah, I like it. Okay, next then we've got Crystal Palace at home to West Ham. Uh, Palace 3.25 for the win. The draw is 3.55 and West Ham at 2.38. Uh I really like both teams to score here. There's some cracking stats to back this one up. So in actual fact, nine consecutive games between these two sides across all competitions have been both teams to score. Um, it's been 15 consecutive games since Crystal Palace last kept a clean sheet against West Ham. So based on those stats, alone, I'm happy to go with both teams to score again at one73 Uh, We saw, like you mentioned, Palace scored three last week against Watford. Uh, West Ham scoring four in their match, away at Watford again as well. So, both teams in good goal-scoring form. And, uh, yeah, just I I don't think they're the two strongest sides, particularly at the back either. Um, Is there anything else you fancy to to add on to that? No,
1: no, that's, that's exactly what I've got wrote down here. Um, I just wrote down the average goals involved in Crystal Palace games uh, in their last six, and West Ham's average goals in their Premier League games in their last six. So Palace are averaging two point six six goals. That's in either end, and West Ham are averaging three point one six. So both teams scoring and conceding at a above average rate over their last six.
0: Cool. Okay. Uh, Sunday then. So. Kicks off uh, one of four two o'clock games on Sunday. Brentford against Aston Villa is the first one. 3.05 for Brentford to get the win, 3.35 for the draw, and 2.54 for Villa. And I, I was looking at my research uh, for this particular game, and the stats just don't look good for Brentford at the moment. Um, three, three losses in a row, no goals scored in three. Uh, without a clean sheet in six, they've conceded the first goal in the last six games. They've lost the first half in five of the last six games. Um So, yeah, I, I can't back Brentford. Do you feel confident enough to back Villa?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I had a look at Brentford's last 11 games where they've won two. Uh, one was against Watford. I've just said that I essentially think they're a championship team as bad as Norwich. Uh, And then Everton and back then Everton, I mean, Everton have been poor pretty much all season, barring what the first four or five games. Um, Mm. So, yeah, I'm I'm not sold on them. I watched them against City. Yes, it's against maybe the best team in the world, maybe, you know, second to Bayern Munich only. Um, But yeah, they didn't even lay a finger on them. It didn't even look like they had anything to give. Uh, Ivan Tony on Twitter described it as the Year 11s taking away their ball um, at a lunchtime <laughs> kick around, which is exactly how it was. And yeah, um, Villa have won a third of their away games this season. So they've got a decent record on the road. It's around the eighth or seventh best in the league. I'm happy to take them because I think Brentford are still riding that wave of their first five or six and, yeah. and people think they're decent. They're not. They're a bad team and they're struggling.
0: Yeah. Yep. And it's a good price, really, isn't it, for Villa? Yeah. You know, yeah, it's a cracker. to get the win, really. Um, okay, let's move to Everton-Brighton then. 2.72 for Everton, 3.2 for the draw, and 2.74 for Brighton. So, you know, at Matchbook, it's very, very even in terms of the odds, which way you think this one's going to go. You know, and I couldn't, I couldn't really disagree with that. I have no strong feel in any which way, um, to be honest. The one thing that maybe we look out for in play, we don't often do much in play in terms of tips, but you mentioned it again on Twitter in the week. We saw Brighton get another 90 plus minute equaliser away at Chelsea. Um, so if Brighton are a goal behind, you know, and you're entering the last 10 minutes, five minutes even of the game. They've got very good form for getting a goal. So, that could be something to look out for in play. Um, Anything else you'd like the look of?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll just add on to to what you just said. Yeah, it's actually the best second-half record in the Premier League. So, that's including Man City, Liverpool, whoever you want to throw at it. Brighton are the best team in second halves this season. So, yeah, definitely one to look out for. I I would like to take Brighton double chance at one55 uh, one defeat in Brighton in their last six. Uh, they've lost one of nine on the road this season, and Everton one win in their last five at home. Uh, they're back at home with the hostile crowd, with the Benitez factor. You know, the longer it goes on nil-nil, maybe Brighton nick a goal early. The crowd starts turning. The players play nervously. You know, it's uh, it's a slippery slope for the Toffees. Calvert Lewin not sure if he's how much he's going to be involved but apparently he's going to be involved somewhat um so that may change things because obviously he's he'll probably be one of the best players on the pitch if he is on but yeah brighton for me as it stands 1.55 double chance yes please
0: okay cool leeds burnley then uh, 2.14 for leeds 3.55 for the draw and 3.6 for burnley to get the win uh, this is Leeds' first game, had their two Christmas period games postponed due to COVID-related uh, people missing out. But, you know, I really don't know where to go with this one. This is two teams towards the bottom of the league. You've got Leeds no wins in four, uh, Burnley no wins in five. i I'm really not sure.
1: I, I didn't do any research for this game because I looked at it and I immediately knew I didn't want anything. I did a little bit of scratching around, couldn't find anything. I've just watched uh, the second half of United Burnley, and therefore uh, the majority of the highlights. I-, I would like to take Leeds. I've got no research to back that up. But what I saw from Burnley tonight, uh, if they churn out that performance, yeah, I'm absolutely all in on Leeds. Uh, Burnley were absolutely horrendous.
0: Yeah okay uh, Southampton Newcastle then is the final four o'clock two o'clock game sorry on the 2nd of january 1.69 for Southampton 4.0 for the draw and 5.3 for Newcastle um I know Newcastle have been really bad but off the back of their performance against man united which they they deserve to win really um I can't go for Southampton at 1.69 for me that's Why? way too short it is short, short, but it is short. But why can't you go for him? It's too short, too short.
1: Yeah, it's short, but like, what what are you going to tip up just to leave the game?
0: Probably, maybe both teams to score. If anything, uh, Southampton without a clean sheet in eight consecutive games. Newcastle again, you know, four consecutive games without a clean sheet. So maybe we're looking at both teams to score. If anything, no uh, oh, rubbish. You know, I- Southampton for me. I don't know. There's much better at similar odds, much better. There there
1: is, there is, but you know, Southampton lost one game at home this season. Newcastle zero away wins. Um Southampton are playing well, they're scoring goals more than I expected uh, recently when I was doing my research. They've scored five in their last six. They've scored two or more in three of those games. Like I don't see Newcastle scoring much like apart from you know San Maximen scored a, a decent goal the other day apart from that I know they had a couple of opportunities but they just looked pretty toothless and I can see Southampton scoring two against the worst defense in the league for sure yeah. like I, I'm I'm in on Southampton I think they're low key doing pretty well and this is coming from someone who predicted them to go down at the start of the season like I do not rate this squad at all but I think that they're they're performing way above Newcastle at the moment,
0: yep yeah. okay, fair enough uh Chelsea Liverpool there's a final two o'clock game on Sunday no, it's not it's a fi- <laughs> it's a final game on Sunday, but this one's at four thirty um Chelsea are three point two to get the win, three point six for the draw and two point three two for Liverpool to get the win uh, any strong opinions either which way on this one
1: honestly uh, again I I mean, obviously, it's a big game. We want to cover it. We want to find a nugget of value. I scratched everywhere I could, and I ended up not finding anything that I was completely sold on. I can't mm-hmm. trust Chelsea. I feel like Liverpool are going through a little bit of a moment as well, Not maybe not as bad as Chelsea. Uh, but obviously, Chelsea, you know, they've only lost the one game at home. Like, I, I think everything points towards maybe a draw. Um, which would be awful for the Premier League because you know we expect Man City to get their win, and then all of a sudden they're going to be what 12 points clear, something like that 11 yeah. points clear. Yeah, uh, a draw for me. I, I don't know about you, mate, but I really struggled to find anything that I strongly fancied.
0: Yeah, I, was, I, I think draw is probably the most likely outcome for me. If I had to actually put a score on it, probably one all, yeah. Um, 1.7 is the price for both teams to score. You know, we're looking at Chelsea at home. They've only kept one clean sheet in the last eight home games, and that was when they beat Norwich 7-0. Um, aside from that, we've seen them drop points at home to Brighton recently, to Everton, uh, to Manchester United, to Burnley, uh, to Man City. So, you know, they're dropping a lot of points, conceding just the solitary goal, really, at home. But I, I could see a repeat here. You know, I, I could see... Chelsea conceding, probably not. Perhaps losing, but you know, a one-all looks like a a likely result to me.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: Uh, okay, finally, then we've got one game on Monday, which is Manu against Wolves. Manu are priced at one point five seven. The draws four point three, and Wolves are six point six, and I I expect Manu to win, but I I don't trust them.
1: I don't. I don't see how you can. Um... They played poorly against Newcastle, you know, uh, what, maybe second worst team in the league, third if you want to be really generous. Um, And then they did not have to perform out of second gear against um, Burnley in midweek. As I mentioned, Fort Burnley were abysmal. So I don't want to get tricked by the scoreline, right, of a 3 1. Really don't. Uh, My tip's under 2.5. It's 1.86. Uh, United have been pretty sticky at home. So I've updated this stat to include the, the Burnley game that they've just won. So they've played 10 games at home this season. They've won five and failed to win in five of them. So mm. they're not exactly great at home. The criticism's already rolling in. Sure, it's going to take a backseat because they won a game. But anyone that watching will see that that wasn't really a, a proper Premier League game, um, and in their last s- seven games, United have scored a single goal and no more in five of them. So they're not exactly firing on all cylinders. Just, like, don't get sucked in by this three-one. Wolves' second-best defensive record in the league, and also on the flip side, they're missing Huang, who I think is their biggest goal threat. So, yeah. United. Apart from the 3-1 tonight, pretty toothless going forward. Uh, Wolves' second-best defensive record. Wolves missing, for me, their best attacking player. I think it ends in maybe a, a 1-1, maybe United 1-0, Something like yep. that, uh, but under 2.5, 1.86. I think it's actually a pretty good price.
0: Yeah, that isn't bad at all. Um, okay, so that wraps up the Premier League fixtures. Let's just take a moment to talk about our good sponsors at Matchbook and then we'll cover the Championship League 1 and League 2.
1: Yeah, so big shout out to Matchbook. We are thoroughly enjoying the partnership this season. Me and Tom have adopted Matchbook as our, as our primary sports book for the season. And as Tom said at the start of the show, all the odds that we read out are exclusively uh, from our friends and they've got a sign-up offer for new customers. It's a £20 money back as cash offer, uh, which means essentially if you put your bet on up to £20 and it loses, you get that back as a free bet that you can reinvest kind of risk free uh, on something else of your choosing. Obviously, there's a couple of terms and conditions. It's for new customers, etc. So please check it out at TFB podcast is the sign up code. Uh, so please support the podcast and the good friends at Matchbook by signing up there today.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to try and hope technology works for us here on the video side and so you can see the banner here <laughs> for the sign-up code and the website as well.
1: <laughs> and if you're listening via audio, you can't see it,
0: but thanks anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, right, let's move on to the championship then. I'll kick us off with the shortest price in the championship this weekend, but it is one that I think will win, so probably one we should just cover quickly anyway. Bournemouth at home to Peterborough, Bournemouth price at 1.38 to get the win. The top of the championship stuttered a little bit recently, but um I do think they should have more than enough in the tank to get past this Peterborough side, who are still, still shocking away from home. Peterborough have the worst record away from home in the Championship, potentially in the entire EFL. Not research that one, but they've played 12 away from home, won 1, lost 11, conceded 33 goals. So, you know, slightly below three goals per away game on average they're conceding, which is, is shockingly bad. And, you know, if you're going away to the league leaders, Bournemouth should have more than enough. I don't think Bournemouth will smash them off the park. You know, I'm not talking 4-5 whatever, but I think they will have more than enough to win uh, and that's all we need for the 1.38 to come in. Yeah, it's
1: feeling like a a little bit of a inevitable banker there, isn't it? Um, yeah. The best thing I think about Bournemouth is they've got an under the radar 17 goal by end of December striker in Mm -hmm. Dominic Solanke that nobody is talking about because of Mitro and especially because of Brereton Diaz. Um, So, yeah, Solanke uh, always gives you a chance, uh, especially this season. Uh, 1.91 Nottingham Forest at home to Barnsley. Uh, So, obviously, uh, for new listeners, you'll know that me and Tom – you will not know, sorry, that me and Tom are Nottingham Forest fans So trying not to be too emotional after a a 1-0 loss at home to Huddersfield. um, Forest are playing, for me, the worst team in the league by an absolute mile. Uh, Mm -hmm. They haven't won in their last eight, no wins in their last 16 away days. They've got the worst attack in the league, Barnsley. And they're going against a Forest team who do struggle at home. Uh, But there is a bit of positivity uh, Forest have actually the fifth best attack in the championship this season, which is going to shock a lot of people. Especially because all they've done for the last two matches is miss chances. Uh, Middlesbrough they were totally outplayed, but they did have two absolute sitters at one 0 down uh, that they missed. And then Huddersfield, I mean, feel free to check out the YouTube highlights. I it, the highlights might be ninety minutes long. To be honest, 89 minutes of Forrest missing chance after chance after chance. All different kinds of chances, all different players, culpable. And then the other minute will be Huddersfield scoring and missing an open goal, it has to be said. So, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to roll the dice with Forrest and think, you know, this is the classic roulette, Tom, right? At the minute, we're betting on red. And it's hitting black every single time. But I think if you if you keep with it, eventually it's it's gonna come up red. Like Forrest can't keep making all these chances and missing them all. And you'd like to think against Barnsley at home, they're gonna have another what, ten shots at least, maybe, eight at the worst. And surely a couple of them are gonna go in.
0: yeah I oh, you know I completely agree. I was gonna take this one myself. Um yeah, if, if we continue playing as we are, especially in that Huddersfield game, we'll score. You know, you're bound to score eventually. Um it's one of them games, wasn't it? You know, they come along every so often and think it just doesn't go in for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you could, you could easily on any other day have scored three and maybe more. So, yeah, I think we're a good, good bet to win against Barsley uh, on Monday. And to be honest, mate, that's all I had, Uh, just Bournemouth and Forest for the champ. So if you've got any more, feel free to take it away.
1: Yeah, I've got uh, Blackburn. They are playing against Huddersfield, actually. Uh, Good little segue there. Uh, At home as well, at Ewood Park, they're priced up uh, at 1.88, which I think is an unbelievable price. We're still getting Blackburn mid-table prices. Uh, even though they're closing in on an automatic promotion spot at the moment. They're the form team in the league. They're top of the last eight games uh, table. They got the best home record in the league, Tom. I didn't know if you knew that. Ewood Mm -hmm. Park is the toughest place to go, even with a 7-0 loss wedged in there. Um, Second best attack in the league. Second top goal scorer in the league. Uh, Brereton Diaz hit 20 uh, the other day. You may have seen that some people got paid out a 1,000 to 1. A couple of rival bookmakers stupidly put up and people uh, gobbled that up. So congratulations to them. I'm not bothered that Huddersfield are having a good season. I am not bothered they've just beat Forest, who are a promotion-chasing rival or whatever you want to call those two teams. I do not care that they've beaten Blackpool. In my mind, Huddersfield have a couple of good players but they are mid-table at best and I am happy to bet anything with anyone and say, come 46 games, they'll be below ninth. Yeah. Blackburn are better in every single department and it's at Ewood Park. I have no reason not to go for Rovers here.
0: Yeah, love it. Uh, interestingly... Seven consecutive games between these two have been both teams to score. Uh, you could maybe go a little bit further with Blackburn to win and, and both teams to score if you want to look at it from a historical stats point of view as well.
1: Yeah, I'd be happy with that. And uh, if you don't have any more, time, I'll just rattle off the final one from myself yep. in the Championship. It's Blackpool and Hull, both teams to score. Uh, Blackpool, no clean sheets in their last six Uh, Blackpool went three in a row without scoring, but now they've scored six in their last three. Um, So obviously average of of two a game um, there. And Hull have scored in seven consecutive games. They're both hitting the back of the net at the moment. Uh, Blackpool are going through a little bit of a... I think we hold them to pretty high standards. They're going through a normal patch for a newly promoted team, but I think we're already considering them a mid-table side. Um, and we're calling this a bit of a wobble. Uh, 1.93 is the price, and I like the look of it.
0: Yeah, completely. Yeah, I like it. Let's go to League One next, Then I'll get us kicked off with probably one of my main fancies from the entire slate of fixtures that we've been running through. Uh, Rotherham at home to Bolton, priced at 1.52 for the Millers, uh, currently sat in second in League One. And, you know, this is literally classic. You look at you look at the form, stats, and you think, surely this is a, a comfortable, you know, winner for Rotherham here. Um, they play a Bolton side who have not win, won in any of the last six away games uh, in the league, not even scored in any of those six away games either. So on a really poor run of away form and at home, uh, Rotherham just seemed to, you know, dispatch teams and score plenty of goals. So they've won five of the last six games at home. Um, we've seen recently they scored three against Burton, five against Gillingham, three against Cambridge, five against Sunderland, four against Portsmouth, three against AFC FC Wimbledon. And this is just in the span of the last seven, eight games. So they're scoring loads at home. And I think... Face with this Bolton side who don't travel well at all and generally aren't in very good form, I could see a repeat again. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, Rotherham got two, three, potentially more. best team in the league. Yeah, Bolton. I mean. There's no how to get promoted from League One, don't they? Oh, they Bolton. Do I meant
1: that's what Ian
0: Everett said, didn't he? Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Little, little bit of a, uh, little bit of a, a, a trickster joke there. Uh, yeah, I'm going to roll on up with another promotion chasing side in League One, Oxford. 1.56 they are. Um, they are playing against the Cheltenham side at home who are nicely wedged in that kind of lower mid table and they'd be more than happy to finish there. But this is going to be a tough one. Oxford won three of the last four. Uh, the Kassam is the second hardest place to go in League One. Uh, they've got the second best home record. Tom, can you tell me who has the best home record?
0: Ooh. I know for a while it was Plymouth. Um, it's
1: not Plymouth.
0: I'm going to go for Rotherham.
1: No, it's Sunderland, Stadium um, of Light. Uh, they've played more games. Yes, yeah, they, have, they have. It's a little bit of a cheeky one. I think they've played two more matches. But there the stats have gone in front of me. Um, they've got lots of injuries at the moment Oxford but they're finding a way and Cheltenham, third worst defence in the league, no wins in their last six uh, Oxford away doesn't look like the place to turn it around
0: Yeah, okay can definitely see that one, I feel like in League 1 we've got quite a few um, sides in kind of the top six seven, eight against sides down towards the bottom um And they're all a similar price. So like, I'm going to read out MK Dons. They're 1.53. So again, a fairly similar price. They're at home to Gillingham. And this is a Gillingham side who have got no wins in the last 11 games. Uh, They've lost six on the bounce. They've got one win away from home all season. And, you know, MK Dons, whilst they haven't been in the best of form, they lost the last home game to Oxford. Um, You know, generally, they have been pretty good at home. They've only come unstuck against Oxford, Rotherham and Sunderland. So teams in the top six, you know, when they've played teams mid-table and below, they've actually uh, been unbeaten. They've won six and drawn two of their home games against teams below the top six, current top six. So I'm happy to take MK Dons again, one53 uh, another team who should get three points on the board towards the yeah, top.
1: Yeah, I game. mean, how many goals can you see M.K. Don scoring against Gillingham?
0: No, you could see two or three.
1: Two or three. And Gillingham have got the worst, uh, second worst attack, sorry, in League One. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, we've, when you've got Twine and O'Reilly, there's you're already kind of going in one, two nil up, to be honest with you. So, yeah, that was one of my... One of my picks on the throbbing docket, uh, for sure. <laughs> do you have any League One left? Uh, I think we've picked out basically all the low hanging fruit, haven't we there?
0: Nah, no, not for me. So League Two, do you want to get us started?
1: Yeah, I'll get us started. Uh I know I'm gonna save the the kind of standout for you because I know uh, it's within your thoughts. Uh, I'm going to go towards the bottom. Scunthorpe, double chance at home to Oldham. Now, if you told me at the start of the season I would be back in Scunthorpe not to lose, I would have told you you were an absolute madman. They were dead and buried. Completely done. I'd written them off as a National League side at best. Um, but they got Neil Cox out. They got Keith Hill in. And they're looking decent. He's lost one of his seven games. Um he managed to get his first win in a real six-pointer against Oldham away last match day. And now they've got another relegation rival in Carlisle. Uh Carlisle currently occupy the second bottom spot and yeah, Carlisle very Jekyll and Hyde at the moment, three wins and three losses in their last six. Doing a little bit of research, it looks like you know exactly what Jekyll and Hyde is. They look like they, they've got it together, and then they've they've been throwing a wobbly in, and then you know they're getting another win, and then they're throwing another loss in. They're quite hard to read, so that's why I've gone for the double chance as opposed to Scunny on the nose. It's a big game. I feel like I'm basically backing Keith Hill. Essentially, I feel <laughs> like I'm. I'm putting all my money on Keith Hill rather than the teams involved because, you know, sure, Scunthorpe have improved, but they're not like a, a playoff side all of a sudden, yeah. right? They're still rubbish, but Carlisle seem to be a bit worse. So, yeah, I'm going for double chance for the Irons.
0: Yeah, don't blame me. I could certainly see that one coming in. Um, the one you spoke about leaving for me out, pick that low hanging fruit of Forest Green Rovers right now at 1.54 to get the win they're at home to Stevenage um, Forest Green as we know top of the league pod favourites in league 2 this season and understandably so um, they've got the last they've won the last three home games in a row beating Bristol Rovers Barrow and Salford so all teams that are kind of rank above Stevenage um this season in terms of quality. Stevenage generally as well don't travel very well, so they've only won one of their home what well, they've only won one of their away games all season. Uh, they've lost six of the last eight away from home. Um, so I just think Forest Green should get another routine win here uh, this weekend at the New Lawn. I found one stat. But
1: just kind of blew it away a little bit. They've got the best attack in the league, six goals clear, and they've played two games less. So there they're they're by far and away the best attacking team in the league. And yeah, as you said, Stevenage in a right mess. Paul Tisdale has had no instant impact. So uh, Stevenage fans will be hoping he's a bit of a, a slow burner, I suppose. Right. Uh, I'm going to go for. Tom, did you enjoy my, my Twitter caption the other day when I described uh, a win for Stags against the Monkey Hangers in a victory for Animals Everywhere? Did you enjoy that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about the Monkey Hangers again. Uh, Hartlepool, 1.94. Uh, so obviously last week I predicted them to lose, and I was correct. So, I'm hoping that I can back them to win and they'll forgive me and they'll come in. Um, They're playing against Oldham at home, uh, Hartlepool. Last week, Tom, when we were doing the pod, they had the best home record in the league. They're knocked off top spot, but they are still third. Uh, They still do have the worst away record, uh, FYI, which still boggles my mind every time I read it. And they've won three of the last five. And as I said, Oldham. Just in a complete mess. Worst defensive record in League Two. Second bottom in the last eight form table. Uh, bottom of the entire EFL. Just lost a six-pointer against Gun I mean, they are, to be honest with you, better away from home. Because kind of like the Everton and Benitez thing I mentioned, You know, there's a lot of protests at the moment at Boundary Park. There's a lot of stuff going on off the field and in the stands, etc. cetera. So Oldham just simply cannot get it together at home. Away gives them a bit more of a hope, a bit more hope, sorry, but Hartlepool, 1.94.
0: I think I would like to take that. Yeah, cool. I like it. Um, and one more in League Two from me, and I think this could potentially be bigger-priced bet of the weekend, potentially.
1: Oh, I'm excited.
0: Yeah. Northampton Town, away at Swindon. So in Northampton, you've got a side who have won eight of the last 10 league games, uh, drawing one and losing the other one. And they're up against a Swindon side who, you know, you look at the league table, you see Northampton in second, doing really well. Fantastic. That's what we want. You see Swindon in seventh and you're thinking, Ooh, could prove to be stern opposition here. But they've got a shocking home record to Swindon. Uh, they've got the 21st best home record in the league. They've actually only won two home games out of the 10 they've played. Uh, So that's why I do like this informed Northampton side to potentially get a win at big odds away at Swindon. You know, Northampton, as I say, they're in second. They've got the third best away record in the league. Swindon coincidentally have the second best away record in the league. That's why they're placed where they are. So I could see Northampton taking advantage of the fact that Swindon are poor at home and getting a win at big odds.
1: I'll be honest with you, Tom. You've just taught me something. I did not know that Swindon's record was so bad. Um, Wibbish, isn't it? Yeah, I, I looked at the game and I thought that'll be tightly contested, and I, I left it alone. But you didn't. Yeah. You went the extra mile. And you've, <laughs> you found the uh, the value for the profit chasers. So hats off to you.
0: Thank you. And you, you know you can always go double chance if you. Yeah. Don't fancy taking on the 3.45 for mm-hmm. Northampton Rose. So yeah, I'm sure you can still get a good price for that as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that wraps it up, Tom. Uh, so now it is time for Bomb Proof Trebles. Uh, you had a Bomb Proof single um, because <laughs> <laughs> your games were postponed. And unfortunately, your single didn't win. So. Yeah. That was a bit disappointing. Very
0: somehow, disappointing.
1: Somehow, my treble was played out. Like, no COVID interruptions at all.
0: And unfortunately, you were like, uh, I said to, you, didn't I? You were like Neo, Neo on the Matrix, you where know, he's like dodging all the bullets. <laughs> they, they were your three games, just like dodging the COVID bullets.
1: Like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> no, whoa. I couldn't believe it because obviously, <laughs> it's pretty much chaos, right? On match day, games are being called off pretty late in in some issues. And I was checking yours and I was like, oh, bloody hell, you know, you've only got one on. I looked at mine. I couldn't believe it. And unfortunately, it ended up losing uh, by one team. I had Mansfield to beat the Stags to beat the Monkey Hangers. And they did so. (laughs) They they won 3-2. They went 2-0 down and even survived the 95th minute Uh, inverted brackets equaliser that was ruled out for something. I don't really know. It was pretty foggy, so I couldn't see. But yeah, they won. Uh, I had Arsenal away at Norwich. They won 5-0, obviously. And then I had Fleetwood against Shrewsbury Town. Shrewsbury with the worst away uh, form in League One. And they won 3-0 against Fleetwood. Uh, that is their biggest win on the road since 2018.
0: Yeah, typical.
1: <laughs> so so that costs a treble. Uh, Shrewsbury, I mean, I don't know if you've seen any highlights, profit chasers, but wow, Shrewsbury turned it on, scored some absolutely belting
0: goals. <laughs> Fair play. Yeah, it's one where like, I guess it's kind of better in a way that it wasn't really close. You know, yeah, they just yeah. got bad.
1: Yeah, run. it got absolutely blitzed. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that but yeah uh, now we're going to read out uh, our trebles for this week so this will be based off you know all of the research that we've just gone through uh, we back our own bets with 10 pound stakes uh, we're in a fortunate financial position that we can do so you know and, and not be in trouble if it loses and we want everyone to gamble responsibly if your limit is 50p if it's a pound if it's 20p that's absolutely fine it, it's supposed to be fun right we're not trying to we're not trying to quit our jobs and win life-changing amounts of money here it's it's just a, a fun extra to the football um so please make sure that we keep it that way tom do you want to read out your treble first mate Yeah,
0: right let's go for it so we're going to go for and i've got to say this apologies in advance this isn't the highest paying treble in the world but you know new year we want to kick the new year off with a winner, so we're, that's what I've aimed for here. Got to go for Rotherham, as we mentioned, at home to Bolton, their price at 1.52. Then also in League 1, MK Dons at home to Gillingham, priced at 1.53. And in League 2, Forest Green at home to Stevenage, priced at 1.54. So maybe this should be the increments of 0.01 treble or something, but <laughs> £10 example stake on that. Returns
1: 30, 35 81. But do you know what? It's not
0: the biggest,
1: but if that doesn't win, something has gone fundamentally wrong in the football it world, has, doesn't
0: it? It has. <laughs> yeah.
1: So really something has. is broken. If <laughs> the only wrinkle, the only wrinkle that I can give you that, you know, would suggest that it doesn't win is just Forest Green have had a lot of time off. Mm. That's, yeah. it. <laughs> that's it that's yeah. it i have no other reason to suggest that it won't come in uh so uh, i mine be. returns a little bit more uh it's a bit more ambitious but also you know relatively cautious i'm going to go for blackburn at home to huddersfield they're priced at 1.8 i'm gonna stick my neck on the line with forest at home to barnsley 1.91 and then I'm going to go for Oxford, who are the shortest of the three. 1.56 to beat Cheltenham Town. 53-63 are my returns with Matchbook, based on my example £10
0: stick. That's a good treble. It's a good it's treble. A good, a good treble. We've got two good trebles, haven't
1: we? Yeah, we we've got yours, which, you know, the apocalypse has come, if it doesn't come in. <laughs> And then with mine, even though Forrest have lost two in a row, they're still in the top six or so, form sides in the league. Blackburn, the form side. And then Oxford uh, second, I think, in the form table. And they've got the second best home record in the league. So yeah. things are looking good.
0: Surely, surely. So, so, yeah, please do uh, let us know if you're getting on those bomb-proof trebles. Shall we have a look at fancy football?
1: Do you know what? Fancy football... Is is an absolute mess at the moment. It's a I, joke. I don't know who's coming, who's going, what's going on. But the average was thirty one yeah. points, and I got thirty eight. So Ooh, I'll, I'll take good. that to be honest. Yeah. I got
0: four and one. I forgot to do my team. Um, I kind of looked out with it. I forgot to do my team. Um, I left Salah and Alexander Arnold on the bench. Right. So in in most weeks that's an absolute shocker, but because mm. they lost to Leicester, they both got zero points. So I oh know Alexander only got two. So I mm. only missed out on two points from those two on the bench. So that's not too bad. I've got away with one there, I feel.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you have. But hey, these COVID times are pretty unpredictable.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll we'll read out the league table one second. So we've got a new leader. Oh, drum roll, please. Leader. So we'll go from ten to one. Uh, in 10th place, Vincent Rayner, then we've got Chris Hindle in 9th, David Doherty, Oliver Hogburn, Brian Grant, Chantal Crookshanks, Sam Barnard, Ahab Pequod, Luke Stevens, and then David Brown with Brown Town is number one by a point.
1: Whoa, by one point. Fair play. Fair play. There's a £20 free bet uh, on the table for the winner. Uh, So you can join the league at any time, as long as you've got a current team uh, with the fancy Premier League, like the official one, uh, then you will join our league where you deserve to join. Um, So you can ask me on Twitter for the league code and I'll share it with you. T underscore FB podcast is the place to go. Um, I'm going to throw out a tiny little teaser. Uh, just because I did a lot of hard work and it's gone to waste, I came up with the best statistic I think I've ever come up with for the Leicester Norwich game, and it got postponed. So I'm going to post it on Twitter. So if you want to see it, that's where it will be. T underscore FB podcast.
0: I can't wait to see that. It's yeah, unbelievable.
1: I mean, I'm so proud of myself. I think I, I just got an email of a job offer from Opta.
0: <laughs> <laughs> love that okay and if you have enjoyed the show guys we really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcast that'd be a nice little cri- delayed christmas uh present wouldn't it
1: it would yeah we're for us yeah we need we need more reviews we do yeah. we've not yeah. had yeah. some for a long time and we really need them so please yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's really be helping to support the pod as you also would if you were to be good enough to check out matchbook.com and take advantage of the £20 money back as cash sign up offer by using the promo code TFB podcast at the registration stage. And that's that, I think, for this week, Tom.
1: That's that. Um, happy New Year. We'll speak to you. We'll see you next year. And uh, yeah. <laughs> classic dad joke. But yeah, thank you so much for the support in 2021. I hope everyone has a a safe and enjoyable new year. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next year.